on this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. Everybody, hands up! This is Tickle! <laughs> I don't think that would be necessary. Bang, bang, bang! Bang, bang, bang! After finally making it back to the Barrel and Bullet Saloon... You guys just got back to the Barrel and Bullet Saloon. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Gattleby in tow, you in make bag. it back safely. Gattleby in tote. Back in tote. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and my pet lizard. Um, you sit down back there. What do you say? We let Gattleby poke out of the bag. Yeah, we just, wow. we just dump the back upside down so he falls out. The outlaws are left with an unsolved mystery. As far as I can tell from my research, my investigations, the powder keg punks ain't got nothing to do with uh, muggling. And those fire starters would sooner blow themselves to smithereens and work for the shield marshals. So they did. Very good at it. A lot of them. Yeah, so you have personal experience then. Yeah, they blew themselves up quite a bit. And and make a plan to find out why the punks are on their trail. You catch uh, one of the patrons and ask him, hey, you ever heard about like powder keg punks or whatever? He says, those powder keg people? I hear they were trying to break into the Longhorn Lounge up in Skyside about a week ago. Oh. They brought some sort of monkey with clockwork limbs. The monkey goblin. The monkey goblin. It's time for some sleuthing. Don't come in. I'm investigating. (laughs) I'm following a lead. Now. So we have a lot of yucks and yums. You. But not a lot of yum yucking. We have a lot of goofs and gaffs on this podcast. Can we yams instead of yucks? No. Um, And something happened last episode. I don't remember exactly what it was. Something about wind came up whenever Sykeer and Chester were interacting. That was two episodes ago now. Was it? No, like earlier today, uh, the last episode recorded. I don't remember if it was your characters. I don't remember if it was just Jacob and Drow talking. What happened was the episode before that, while we were fighting Dewey Dewey dipshit, uh, I rolled my who's it, what's it, because I'm a magic boy. Yeah, I know. uh, And I failed. And wind happened. I think you two were talking about it in the recap. Yeah. But like... One of you said something involving wind, and it reminded me of a ridiculous moment from one of our home games oh, back God. when we were playing Reign of Winter, pre-COVID, oh boy. pre-podcast. I second thought, I don't like this. What happened was, <laughs> we were playing Reign of Winter, we were in book three, which is basically a mega dungeon called Artrosa, and you guys were deep into yep. it, and there was this one room <laughs> that had like an open window to the north. It had like frost giants in it. Uh, Micah was playing with us that day. You fought the frost giants, and all I was trying to do was read the goddamn <laughs> flavor text. And part of the flavor text, like the beginning would be like, the winds from the north, blah, 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 <laughs> stuff about the room. <sighs> and every time, for like three or four times in a row. It was, it happened, Adam, like they were hours apart, but mm-hmm. it happened twice in a single day. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, because we, we did the, the flavor text and it happened. But what happened was, Jacob farted as soon as I said, <laughs> the winds from the north. He farted. <laughs> And it happened once, like before the fro- the frost giant combat, and then we came back like hours later. Took after taking a break or whatever, the combat was over. Flavor text happened again. The winds from the north. 
Or winds from beyond. The winds from beyond, whatever. And it just ground the session to a halt. And I believe, if I remember correctly, I tried to read it again. And you did it again, right in the middle. Jacob has no shortage of farts in his I body. I am a man with a certain set of skills. In the moment. I have no control over them. In the moment. That was one of the most infuriating things. <laughs> to go through as a GM. So I'm tired. It's the weekend. I've prepped this adventure. I got combats to go through. It's a mega dungeon that has like all open-ended and I can't even read flavor text. God, so without was the, so upset. Without the whole session just stopping. Listen, appropriately timed farts are funny by themselves. I'm sorry if you disagree anyone out there, but you're wrong. They are at least humorous, but you got so mad over it that that's what really gets me giggling when I think about it. Just so I was so salty. irritated. In hindsight, it's one of the funniest things that's happened at the table. I mean, there's been lots of funny things <laughs> on this show too, but it got me thinking, why don't we go around the room and talk about what each of you think is some of the funniest moments that have happened in your whole tabletop like career. Uh, Kat, do you want to start us off? I'm sure I've already mentioned this or we've talked about it, but uh, I struggled to learn the Pathfinder as quickly as my peers here. And so I once rolled like, it was like a one or a two on a sense motive check. It was a, it was a natural one. Yeah. And, and I thought, well, I thought that it was a failure because, you know, failure is in, in combat. I assumed failure in there. I was like, oh, well, I guess I just farted. I mean, and, it was a failure, but you but, doomed yourself. And <laughs> I did it to myself. And that was the exact moment in time where I doomed my super serious edgelord rogue into the oh party goodness. butt of all the jokes. Stinkman. I, <laughs> I still hate you to this day. He wasn't the stinkman. stinkman. <laughs> and, then he, and then he suddenly had gastrointestinal and issues. And then it went past Owen into Farron real close. Yes. It's called Farron Fart. <laughs> okay. I hate I, everyone and everything and I, Owen is an extension of my inner turmoil. <laughs> Owen was oh, taking a planned I'm leave of absence uh, for, for Kat to play her new character Farron Real, which was an elven ranger. And, and I was I, trying to build a serious yeah. character after having had my boy turned into a joke. Never. I didn't want to say the name Farinrill, so I just called her Farinfart. And I tried so every, hard. Every time I would say Farinfart, you'd correct me. Right up until Ooh. the point in time where you were talking about her and you said Farinfart. The first time you introduced her I in the it. game. <laughs> oh, I got another funny one that involves oh. Farinrill. Mm. Oh. It's really funny thinking about Owen because Owen at the beginning was just your typical rogue, the sit in the corner, all and brooding brood. and mysterious. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to somebody like a week or so ago about, you know, stuff. I was like, oh, yeah, one of my players had your typical edge lord brooding rogue. And I thought, I was like, but don't worry, he went to therapy and got better uh, and <laughs> he moved did, on. And yes, he, he literally mm -hmm. did. So <laughs> part of what makes the fart story with Owen, a lot of our jokes, a lot of our funniest tabletop moments 
moments are involved we're just, farting. We're just middle schoolers, y'all. <laughs> but part of what made that so funny is we had just finished like a really long haul session with a yes. lot of combat. Yeah. A very intense one too. And so we were negotiating with this like captured NPC at the end. And it's and like it was not negotiating. It was interrogating. My character yeah. was ready to did, kill her. Yeah. Didn't she Owen's was, fart yes. save her life? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> I, rem- I remember because I don't know how long you guys had been writing our stories afterwards, but you specifically wrote that part in about mm-hmm. how Owen had like a bubble in his gut. gut yeah. And yep. just, oh, it was, you <laughs> sent me the, too hard right scrutinizing. Now. It uh, was like midnight when we were doing it too. It was so late. Yes, it was because that was at the point in time we mm-hmm. played for like 12 hours yeah. straight. Oh God. Yeah. So uh, we were exhausted. This was right at the end. And like that fart comes and it just, the dance break us. loose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man. We there had been no humorous release at that yeah. point. No. Because because before that there was just there release were gas spiders <laughs> and there was a dead kid. <laughs> it was the beginning of the end for Owen. Uh, but yeah. I regret my life choices. I, I've got two funny moments when I think of it, so I'll try to keep them both brief. Uh, the first, oh, brief. actually, brief. brief. Uh, <laughs> they both of them involve friend of the show Micah. Micah. Uh, I know it. And just how um, Micah and I will interact sometimes when we play. Uh, The first time I was playing my dumb barbarian, uh, (laughs) Konar the Barbarian, who had seven for all of his mental stats. And um, I believe one of our party members asked Silas, the gunslinger, Micah's character, how his gun worked. And, you know, he wouldn't, he started talking technical and like doing a good job of it. And my barbarian was like, So what do you mean? Is to put paper and then sand into gun and then there's explosion. It's not that hard to understand. It's super easy. And he kind of just said this over and over until Silas shot my character. But my character, Konar, Konar had, had DR, damage resistance, and Micah rolled so low for his damage that this that bullet bounced through. off of Konar yes. and did zero damage. And didn't you say something really condescending <laughs> I did. to him? I it wish was like I it was rem- broken or something. Yes, I wish I could remember it, but it it, <laughs> it was a perfect setup. Just an idiot acting like they're smart, getting punished for it, and nothing happened, <laughs> proving oh. them right in the end. Mm. And it was. Beautiful. It was so. Micah was actually. He was actually actually angry. He was laughing, but he was actually infuriated too. Hilarious. (laughs) And then the second time, also involving Micah, I was DMing a game where they entered a town, and on their way in, they spoke to a farmer uh, by the name of. Hold on, let me let me pull this up. Uh, You have the whole thing. I have the family tree. Um. Hold on, because I saved it not too long ago because this came up in conversation not too long back. I believe the one that he spoke to was Brother Farmer? Or was it Cousin Farmer? Wasn't it Weaver Farmer? No, no, no. Weaver Farmer was one I added on to later. It was either, he either spoke to Cousin Farmer. I think it was Cousin Farmer. Or Brother, I think... It was either him or Brother Farmer. But anyway, he meets this character and their name, we're just going to choose one, Cousin Farmer. (laughs) And Micah was just like, no, hold on. No. Do you mean your name is Cousin and you are a farmer? (sighs) Or are you... 
we went into this for what half an hour? Wasn't over Farmer? half an hour? Like the innkeeper or something? No, cousin Farmer was a farmer. No, you know, brother Farmer was a farm. I'm confusing myself. This has been so long. <laughs> the one he spoke to was indeed a farmer. He also had a brother named Innkeep Farmer, a sister named Banker Farmer, and a sister named Pharmacy Farmer. But the pharmacy banker farmer. was not a banker, and Pharmacy Farmer did not work in the pharmacy. Um, I believe... <laughs> So this whole thing went on. Yes. To keep this short, I built a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, a 14 person family tree off the top of my head because Micah's character would not leave it alone (laughs) that this person's name was (laughs) Micah wouldn't leave it alone. This was not his character. It wasn't wasn't Tyre. It was was Micah. It was Micah. And on and it was beautiful and Derek started playing um hall of the mountain King King. on repeat and uh, it was like delving into insanity slowly but surely i remember dissociating myself and then coming back from that one i I remember staring off into the distance while hall of the mountain king was playing and drow micah and jacob were all yelling over farmers yeah (laughs) and that's when (laughs) i was like yep i'm done and like an hour had passed let's scroll social media happening And you were still arguing and coming up with more of the tree. <laughs> for so long. It was so dumb. But unfortunately, as a DM, if someone's going to call me out on something, I'm going to stick to my guns. I'm going to build off of it. All right. <laughs> you are the god of this world, That's not Micah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> <sighs> That's mine. <laughs> Drow, do you have a, a, a favorite funny moment in your tabletop oh, career so this was whenever i was playing x uh okay my homebrew game then yes x my rogue who did not know anything about himself but he had a treasure map tattooed on his back uh x could be described as what is it uh amnesia chaotic good rogue yes and i was trying to get dane's character to join our party so uh friend x, of the show dane yes 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 this x walks up to dane's lady wizard and it's like hey what are you drinking dane's character replies oh nothing right now can i buy you a beer no i don't drink i'm not thirsty <laughs> no 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 i'm not thirsty and i was like what am i supposed to do with this i'm trying to set you up so you can play our fucking game with us <laughs> it was ridiculous <sighs> but it was also really funny there's a lot of moments we haven't talked about dane on the show very much by just sheer happenstance. But a uh, friend of the show, Dane's played, has, has guested in a, in a number of our games. Oh and every time he does, he says something profoundly ridiculous or funny, and it sticks with us for a while. Dana said a few wonderful things. Uh, he had just joined another one of our parties, uh, the one with Owen and Brick. Yeah. And we were outside fighting. We were playing he s- pops in, <laughs> alerts the king, and is like, hey, they're out there killing your yes! people. We uh, were fighting goblins, and he went to the king's room, the one, one room over, and be like, hey, they're killing your people. Because to be fair, Brick was questionably killing goblin civilians yes. at the time. Yes, I was questionably killing It was a civilians. dark time. It was. But didn't he also sit in the throne hilarious. afterwards? Yes. He, he, he did. Afterwards, he, he, he just hung out, the, out. He checked out the chest that was in there. And then rather than popping out afterwards and helping, he just kind of waited yeah. there for you guys to duke it out. And he um, he also <laughs> took a bunch a, of stuff for himself and then fight. handed me a scroll because I was the only one that could use it. And I was like, well, that's so thoughtful of you because Brick did not know any better. Yeah. Uh, oh. oh, Dane can be a really troll player sometimes. It's very funny. There was also... Whenever Derek, Derek's character, and Autumn, uh, Dane's character, were out scouting about 
and they ran into a witch fire. The witch fire starts talking and Dane just goes, help, help. <laughs> was it a witch fire or? No, that was the witch fire. That was the fight that Derek died. <gasps> oh, that's well, right. She did speak to you at first. Yes. Man. Yeah. Dane's got good instincts. Dane does. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nope. I, I, I decided to search Farmer in the Discord, mm-hmm. and I found Micah. I, I thought Farmer Weaver Farmer was a banker. No, Banker Farmer is a weaver, and I re- respond, Weaver Farmer is a child. Banker Farmer is a basket weaver. <laughs> <laughs> you destroyed Micah's mental health <laughs> for at least like a month after that. <laughs> That's all he could think about was untangling that web you wove. <laughs> that... <laughs> We've lost Jacob. Banker farmer is a basket we weaver. Weaver okay. farmer is a child. No, banker farmer is a weaver. I thought that weaver farmer was a banker. I am done. Okay. Are we all farmers now? I will, bum, I will bum, 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 bum. the whole time. Uh, on the other note, you brought up Autumn, uh, which is Dane's character in Jacob's homebrew games. That's where uh, Owen, uh, Brick, and Dayrak are all in. Yeah. Every time he would show up, someone would either die or something horrible yep. would happen. Yep. <laughs> the last time yep. he played Hawthorne with us was... His character died. Yeah. His, right before was, COVID. He yeah. was commanded, not do to kill not something. kill that thing. And he complied and, and he next died. turn died to it. Yep. He's All a right. good sport. He is. Shout out to you, Shout out to we Dane. Said his, oh yeah, shout out to great. Dane. Jeez, man. <laughs> What a champ. He also, Autumn also played with us in um, the wrestling match you did, Jacob. Oh, yeah. He oh, was he saw. ate that one he up. Was... Bone saw. Bone saw. That was uh, good. That was that good. That was a good one. Uh, so many good times. You know, I think that my favorite part of that was the final strike where we had Derek in his, what was his name? <laughs> Big, big bone in his big bone persona you celebrating that he had just smacked somebody and brick comes around and just thwaps him with a chair <laughs> oh the wrestling campaign you all worked on your wrestling personas and i was busy with work that yeah. week. you asked me what i wanted Dayrak to be for his wrestling persona <laughs> and i just like stared blankly for a minute and be like big bone he's got he a, big, a bone. big bone that's big, as good that's as it, it gets bone, big bone big bone bone salt bone <laughs> okay we got uh, it well my other favorite moment from from one of those games was centuries before the star stone was raised the wizard kings next and geb warred with one another <laughs> scarring the land between them into a devastated, unstable magic wasteland. Okay, whenever I did that, I was trying to make it so that I did not fuck something up. It was happening whether or not... Why is... Why? I don't know if I'm going to leave this in. Probably not. Probably not. I paused because Drow did the timeout symbol and burped. And then I resumed, and then Jacob did it immediately after I paused, and he leaned over to fart and didn't fart. <laughs> From the glowing ashes of the mana wastes arose Alkenstar, the city of smog, <laughs> a metropolis <laughs> of airships, skyscrapers, factories, and clockwork wonders. Oh, God. Keep it together, man! To the world, Alkenstar is the pinnacle of innovation and determination. Jacob's left the table. 
is of insurmountable odds. What are you doing? On his streets, life in Alcan starts a nonstop race to stay ahead of the competition. And it is here, I'm crying, that a desperate crew, crying. hungry for revenge, living on the edge of the law, hunts for the ones who cast them out. He's getting water. Okay. They are the outlaws of Alkenstar. Micah's Angels. Micah's Angels. That is the most disjointed bit, uh, opener I have ever done. Second episode energy. <clears throat> I can tell that we missed a week. Yeah. Uh, so when we last left Micah's Angels, Micah's Farmers, and that would have been a great party name. Micah's Farmers. Micah's Farmers. You don't have to be lonely <laughs> at micahsfarmer.com. Bum, 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 bum. Oh, <laughs> centuries before. <laughs> uh, when we last left you guys, uh, you had finally, finally made it out of the East of All Brewery after yet another fight. Uh, you fought the powder keg punks yet again. Uh, and this time you were able to get some loot off of them, uh, as well as some interesting, like, paper trail items. Yes. Um, you found a flyer for the Longhorn Lounge with some sort of phrase written on the back, uh, last, mm-hmm. bell, last Bell Before Sunset. Um, and you also found a order form for alchemical, like, items with Gattleby's address, like, scratched in, like childish looking handwriting on it. And it was stamped with a COVID in flight and a vial in each hand. A Corvid. A Corvid. A Corvid in flight with a vial in each hand. <laughs> you mean a giant um, frog monster? That's COVID? right. The, the COVID, COVID beast. beast. The COVID beast. A season two jokes. <laughs> um, you did safely make it back to the Barrel and Bullet Saloon. Uh, and before we get into all that goodness, you guys leveled up. Yeah. Yeah. You leveled up. Uh, also, before, in addition to level up, it is a uh, episode divisible by four, so all your hero points go back to one. There's no good way. I to only say had that. one anyway. Yeah, <laughs> there's no good way to say that. Uh, but yeah, you all leveled up. So why don't we go around the table and talk about what you got at this level? Uh, anyone want to go first? I do. Go for it. I have gotten the thing I've been waiting for since I discovered it was coming. Deny advantage. Ooh. Um, which allows me to not be flat-footed to any hidden, undetected, flanking creatures, or those using surprise attack, so long as they are my level or lower. Ooh. I am looking so forward <laughs> to this. You cannot do unto me that which I have done unto you. That's oh, really oh, nice. That is nice. It would have been mm. particularly useful against um the, the gunners. The, yeah. That little roll-through thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I got that. Um, I took the feat Incredible Initiative. That's awesome. So oh. I could get better mm-hmm. initiative. Incredible. If rolling Incredibly. stealth, I could, you know. Incredible. Put my enemies more flat-footed. And then I, um... Oh, I also took Wary Disarmament. So that if I disarm a trap and I break it, then I get a plus two circumstance bonus to my AC or my... Tr- Re- or your Reflex, save. whatever save it is, yeah. in order to avoid the trap, which could have come in handy had I failed any traps at the um, yeah, at Gattleby's place. Luckily, yeah. Chester handled that one trap that went off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So face. it was a, with his face. With my it was a pretty cool level for me. It is pretty cool. And my attack bonus is now higher, and my AC is higher, and it just makes me happy. Chester. Mm-hmm. Took one for the team, Williams. I guess you could call me a rogue myself because I disarmed that trap with my body. 
<laughs> yep. Uh, well, that's it for me. <laughs> I pooped in it. I did not. I peed in it. I'll go next. Okay. Uh, I got a few things. Oh, I'm going to just flip to my page because it's a lot easier. Whenever Listen, Jacob stops computing for a little bit, it you, is the funniest thing. Uh, you can see it on his face when he pauses. There we go. Mm-hmm. I got a pretty cool ability called Keen Recollection. Whenever I make a recall knowledge check for something I'm not trained in, I get to apply my level to it as a proficiency ah, bonus. So that's nice. That is nice. I increased my society skill because, you know, I'm a high flutin' somebody. Half-flutin' uh, <laughs> somebody. He's what, a high-flutin' what, what? Right. High farmer. And I got oh. a couple of feats. One to increase my uh, hauling capability, my... Um, carry weight. Carry weight, my bulk mm-hmm. carry to not be heavy. And then another one was called Streetwise, which means I'm smart on my feet in the street. It lets you roll a society instead, instead of, of diplomacy for gather information. Information, yeah. And to also use recall knowledge at a higher DC, but I can get the same information quicker if I make the DC. Because gather knowledge information can take hours to even days. Right. Whereas recall knowledge is right then and there. I was going to slap the table, but that would have been really loud. That would have been really that loud. That would have been great. That's, that's, that's a knee slapper. That's a, that's knee-, a knee slapper. Oh. Yep, 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 yep. Drow, yep, anything yep, cool yep, for Psykeer? Yep. Nah. Um, I think you got some cool stuff. <laughs> so I, because I leveled up, got some new spells. Yes. Uh, I will reveal them as they are used. Dope. For, uh, you know, audience interaction. Used spells. I will say, uh, at this level, you did get second level spells, which is yes. what makes it really spicy. Mm-hmm. Oh, finally, the second levels? Mm-hmm. Yes. How exciting. Yes. I also got a feat called Continual Recovery, which means that uh, I can do heal checks faster. Yep. Uh, and Takes with, 10 minutes. And with that, you also went from trained to expert in um, medicine. medicine. Oh, yes. so your medicine bonus is higher now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I also have the skill feat Risky Surgery, which means that I can deal a D8 of damage to a patient for plus two on the check. <laughs> I suppose it technically should balance out. Yeah. Also, yeah. if like you're doing treat wounds to treat wounded, yeah. you might just want to make the check instead um, of healing as much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's really cool. I, one of the things um, about this game that the listeners may not be able to pick up on as we've done level ups is so this game has a proficiency system like your fifth edition, you know, D&D fifth edition does. But in 5e, proficiency is this thing that lives like in a table at the front of the player's handbook, right? It starts out at plus two, and then it goes up to, I think, plus eight at the end. And in Pathfinder, proficiency is always going to be your level plus how proficient you are. Yeah. So you start out as untrained, which means you don't get anything. Mm -hmm. Um, And then whenever at the beginning of character creation, you get trained in a skill, that means you add your proficiency, so your level. Uh, plus two. Trained is plus two. So at this level, at three, uh, a lot of the characters are starting to get expert, which is instead of plus two, it's plus four. So instead of level plus two, it's level plus four. Because 5e has the kind of bounded accuracy math where a DC that's hard at level one is still probably going to be kind of hard at level 20 because the numbers don't go up that high. Yeah. Um, And Pathfinder 
uh, in the first edition game, like numbers scaled as you went up in level. Um, but there's balance things because things scale at different rates, right? Yeah. Balance problems there. In second edition, we has the system that I call the rolling window of math. So everything goes up as you get higher level. But the, what makes you good and not good is not just going up one because you leveled up one. So if you're trained in your armor, like all of your ACs went up because you're trained in whatever armor. So you level up. Uh, and your proficiency goes up. But if you go from trained to expert, suddenly you're a lot harder to hit unless something is really strong. And then uh, it goes even higher. You can go up to legendary, which is plus six. No, master is plus six. Two, four, six, And then eight. legendary Who is plus eight. Who do we appreciate? Skills, 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 skills. To pay the bills. Bills, yeah. bills, bills, bills. <laughs> bill, 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 bill. bill. Bill, Bill, Bill Nye the Bill, science Bill, guy. Bill, Bill, Bill Nye the Pathfinder guy. It's Dane. <laughs> it's just it's Dane. Dane. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, fun aside about how the proficiency system works. Dang, we're in a rare no, form. That's how we do it aside. We went into it and we left it. Yeah. Um, we left. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, but yeah, now that the level up's out of the way and the hero point thing is done, why don't we jump back into things? So you guys just got back to the Barrel and Bullet Saloon mm-hmm. uh, with Gattleby in tow. You in make bag. it back safely. Gattleby in tote. Back in of tote. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and my pet lizard between my ears. You imagine His pet lizard. The, it's mine now. The bag Aww. of holding you guys got is just one of those free tote bags, but it's a bag of holding. I, can it be a fanny pack? Could it be no, an Ikea bag? No, this bag of holding bag is... With a ab- man's head poking out. <laughs> this is absolutely like an Alkenstar NPR, APR, Alkenstar Public Radio mm. uh, donation drive tote bag. Oh, my God. Of holding. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, anyway, you guys you guys make it back there. Um, you arrive back at the Barrel and Bullet Saloon. Uh the bouncer uh, greets you there. You've seen them and they've seen you a couple times now, especially that you've been hanging out there. Mm-hmm. Um, is Goblin? Uh, it's uh, actually, it's this, this cat folk named uh, Urshap. Um, she gives a nod to all of you coming in and you go in, you see Dunsmith at the bar and you head towards the like, one of the meeting rooms that you've used before. Um, you sit down back there, close the uh, door, and then she comes in a little bit later. Um, what do you say? Hi. Well, hi there. We let Gattleby poke out of the bag. Yeah, we just, oh. we just dump the bag upside down so he falls out. Gattleby falls out. He's dead. He hasn't had air in like three hours. Uh-oh. <laughs> no. uh, I gave him a straw. <laughs> I am keeping the lizard. <laughs> well, I guess Slick is mine now. Oh, no. What a shame. <laughs> oh, no. How terrible. All according to the plan. <laughs> Gattleby crawls out of the bag and says, Oh, we're finally done. Woo, this is a nice bar. Hey, and you'll be safe here. And Dunsmith says, Nice to meet you, Gattleby. I want to arrange for your escape. Uh, uh, why don't you have a seat and I can get you something to eat? It's like, Oh, I don't need anything to drink. I'll show you that much. I've had several bottles of whiskey in the bag. They clink out with them, <laughs> the ones that you dropped in there. I not did the nice not ones. know that you were a functioning alcoholic. Eh. He waves his hand. <laughs> Never I meet mean, your heroes, huh? You did see this man explode Listen, uh, a, a, a chest, right? Explosions are not the same as drunkenness. I don't this? know. I, I'm just saying that it 
seems to me this man is not the paragon of good decisions. I never said it's paragon of good decisions. It takes a certain drunken kind of crazy to build to create a thing like that. Listen, today was an indulgence. I've been attacked and stuck in a bag. Normally, oh. what do you mean you've been attacked? <laughs> well, are they coming after me too, aren't they? Are you the one who got stabbed? Shut? No. Stung? But it was traumatizing. What part? All right. Okay. You didn't even see any of it. Shooting noises for, scare me. Bad types except of explosions. Except for whenever you were walking into another room as your lizard the size of a horse accosted us. Listen, Slick has the things he likes, okay? Sometimes he likes the gross serum, and I've, it's not the first time, and he calms down eventually. Uh, well, Chester will turn to Dunsmith. As you can tell, we've had an eventful day today. Yes. It sounds like it. Jeez, what's happened? We've also killed a large selection of the powder keg. Yes, punks. see, this is exactly what happened, and we tell her exactly what happened. Yes. <laughs> powder keg punks, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. Hmm. And she looks around like kind of concern. Well, here's the thing. The powder keg punks, well, we expected some issues with Loveless and Muglin, right? But right. the powder keg punks weren't from them, and they were one of our biggest obstacles. They they had nothing to do. As far as I can tell from my research, my investigations, the powder keg punks, they got nothing to do with uh, Muglin, but we were attacked by somebody who did know Loveless. Who was that? Do you know? Uh, do was do we get? Did he say his name? He announced. He his, did yeah, announce. His, yeah, he did. One, do we? Day, Daystar. Dewey, eh? Ascension <sighs> Cactus, man. Yeah, Dewey's a wild card with chip on his shoulder, and it only makes sense that he'd work for Loveless. Well, he is now Wait. A, a few pieces. Well, but, oh, good. What What do you mean? It only makes sense he'd work for Loveless because he directly went against Loveless's uh, command. Or so gonna, it seemed. Yeah, he was going to kill Gattleby, but when he wrote a letter for her, he called it an unfortunate accident. Yeah. I tell you what, nothing not accidental about what he was trying to do. Uh, Dewey mm-hmm. Daystar has carried a chip on his shoulder against all the uh, uh, technologicalness of this city and the uh, crime against nature that it is. So he may have taken the job uh, for Dunsmith to go just kill Gattleby. Well, that sucks. Yeah, I know. Um... It, he just wants to. If Gattleby's in the headlines, you stop that. <laughs> I love the role playstation here. Sure. Uh, <laughs> if Gattleby's in the headlines with these inventions, then he's a target for Daystar and getting paid for it, which only makes the deal sweeter. Well, he's dead now, so no worries there. Yeah. That's good. That's good. But you said powder keg punks, huh? How dare they stand in the way of innovation and technology? I know. <laughs> Stupid cactus people. <laughs> Uh, that sounds a little bit unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, whenever you guys like mention powder keg punks, uh-huh. kind of gets this look of concern, maybe a little bit of confusion as well. Uh, she says, even Muglin's not desperate enough to work with someone like that. And those fire starters would sooner blow themselves to smithereens than work for the shield marshals. So well, they did. Very good at it. A lot of them. Yeah, did. so you have personal experience then. Yeah, they blew themselves up quite a bit. Yes. Just like hour ago. You see these burnt spots on my clothes? They try to blow That's, us up too, that, but... That checks out. A lot worse at blowing us up than themselves. <laughs> <laughs> well, that leaves us with quite a quandary, though. Who would exactly hired these rascals? Didn't... What, do you think they were hired, or were they just doing it by themselves? I don't know. 
But were if, they smart enough to just go on their own? Could I do a check to see if they were the... Are they so unhinged that nobody would hire them? Or could I do a check to see if like people do hire them out for a bit? Sure. Do you want to roll um, Underworld lore again or Society? Uh, which one? I could do either or. I'd, I prefer Underworld. All right. Underworld lore. It's plus nine. Sixteen. Total? Mm-hmm. Not great, I know, but lore tends to be a bit easier, if I remember correctly, than um, knowledge is. Yeah, I'll let you have it for that. Damn. You would know that they do get hired out for jobs, but it's either people who are, like, desperate and can't afford more clean work, or people who want to make a mess. So they definitely get hired out for stuff. Okay. Um, They do stuff on their own. Um, but you you couldn't be certain whether they just heard about uh, Pyronite and wanted it for themselves or if someone hired them out. Um, it could have been either way. I will say this. Either they or whoever they were working for knew about um, Gattleby wanting to go to the brewery because that's where they called us. It was in between those two. And waited for us outside. Yeah. I, I mean, I thinking about it too, they could have... Uh, come after the formula for the Pyronite themselves, but because they do like blowing things up. But with the brewery, this honestly, it just seems like too big a play for them to make on their own. Too organized, too intentional, which uh, usually means that someone is hiring them or directing them because the punks usually just focus on casual arts and sn- snorting gunpowder. That's how they that get is their why kicks. they imploded. That makes sense now. It, yep. And she kind of just sits down and gets lost in thought for, like, a minute or two. We also found some things that I find a little bit confusing, unless I could have done a knowledge check on that symbol on the paper. The Corvid? The Corvid. Uh, you can. You want to do one? Yeah, what What's would that be? What's the lore? Um. I could do Society Underworld Crafting. I have Alkenstar uh, lore, if that would mean anything. Yeah, I'll take Alkenstar lore. I'll take society. I'll take, um, for you, Chester, I would actually take crafting. Oh, I got a natty 17. 18. 18? 22. 22. Yeah, both of you are fairly certain that this, um, like, order form is for a place, Chester, you've actually probably been there before. It's like an apothecary. Uh, near the Blythier College campus called Rika's Reagents. Ah. And the business sign there features a flying corvid grasping vials of liquid. You may have even been there before, uh, Chester. Um, But yeah, both of you are able to kind of place that. So after a little bit of time, uh, Dunsmith just like puts hands on her like face and like scrunches her eyes or, or scrunches her face up a little bit and she's like, Damn it. Okay, it looks like I'm going to need to hire you out one more time. Uh, big payout, no holes barred. Uh, well, first, do we get a payout from this? Uh, yeah, of course, of course. Uh, what did we say that was again? It's been uh, a month. Let's see. Uh, uh, 50 gold apiece. Hey. And I was going to treat it as a party of four, so 50 gold apiece. And then 50 for the party. Yeah, for the pool. For the pool. So can we go ahead and add that to our monies? Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead and take that. Um but yeah, she says, I, I need you to track down the punks and see who prodded them into going after Galloway. Yeah, they kind of suck. Uh, find out who hired them and, and why. You get to the bottom of it and stop them. And there's a purse of gold in it for each of you. All right? How, uh, 
just for inventory's sake, uh, how how much gold? <laughs> for 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 future Jacob's self, just for planning, you know. I like to plan. Uh, seventy. Cool. Seventy GP a piece. Same hmm. deal as before. Uh, one for the party pool. But yeah, uh, this pyronite thing is a whole powder keg unto itself. And if the if the punks are also after this, that means there's another player in this game, and we need to know who that is. Even if it is just them and the end of things. But it sounds way too organized to just be them. Yeah, they don't seem like the kind of people that uh, think things through. No, people who snort gunpowder usually aren't. I didn't think they could uh, think further they than they They were seeking threw. us out intentionally, though. So it was not just chaos. Violence for the sake of violence. Yeah, do you guys have any extra questions for Dunsmith? Who all have you told about our excursions? Oh, no one, except for Duchess. I'm working directly under her. Duchess is the leak. We have to kill the Duchess. Kill the Duchess. Kill the Duchess. Kill the President. Kill Chamberlain. <laughs> kill, kill the Duchess. I appreciate that there was a fart in there as well. Hey, listen, you bring, leave, leave my guess out of this. No. It's been enough of this. No, I'm sorry. You've done this to yourself. Um. Okay, blame your mother, not me. I'll have you know, clever remark. <laughs> oh, lovely. I couldn't think one myself, so I'll just fill it in later. Listen, Ooh. fix that and edit. Add it post edit. <laughs> okay, just just send know. him in one. <laughs> <laughs> um. 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 Do uh do you? Because we didn't recognize the symbol, the stamp, right? We recognized the order form. The, the stamp is the, is the symbol. Is the symbol from the? Oh, okay. It was shop. just an empty order form from that place. It was, it was, it was like, have you ever been to a restaurant uh, that gives you, especially like if it's fast food dish or to go, they'll give you like a paper menu you fill out and submit to them. Uh huh. It's kind of like that, except ordering alchemical stuff. So it was, oh, but you said the order form was empty. Yeah, there hasn't no nothing, no requests have or items have been written on it. Just Gattleby's address. Okay. Used it like a paper, like a napkin to write on. Yeah. I have a question because I was not paying attention. Uh, did we talk about you know the the last last bell or not last yet. ring? Okay. Yeah, you haven't asked about the, uh, the there was that uh, phrase written on the back of the flyer for a place called the Longhorn Lounge. You haven't yeah. done any digging on that yet. Okay. No. Yeah. So is there anything else you have for her? Or are you? Uh, she basically wants you to dig into who's responsible for this. She doesn't have any leads for you. She's just really kind of concerned because she thought she knew all the players in this game and there seems to be another one that she doesn't know about. I, uh, I have a question for you, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yes, you got a question for me? That's the wrong voice. Oh, Phoebe I thought Gattleby. you said Gattleby. I didn't hear you. <laughs> yeah, what, 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 do you, what do you need to know? We got this. And I show her the flyer. Uh, do you know anything about the owner of that place? Is there Longhorn any connection? Lounge. The Lonehorn Lounge. Longhorn Lounge. Is there anything you know? Who would be there associating with the powder keg punks? What do you know about the Reapers? <laughs> <laughs> she says, I honestly can't place the two together. Uh, if, if, I'm being, if I'm being honest with you. You're going to have to do digging on this because I, I have no idea. What I do know is Longhorn Lounge is a uh, kind of uh, upscale-ish rodeo 
lounge deal in Skyside. I have no idea why the powder keg punks would even be near there with as crazy and unhinged as they are. There's no way they'd be allowed in. So why they're connected to it in some way or another, it could be coincidence, but... Maybe they're benefactors from there. I have no idea. Uh, it, it, that's a thread you guys are going to have to pull, I imagine. Well, good I talk. Bet Chester's mighty good at pulling threads. I don't know how to sew, if that's what you're saying. Actually, I, I am pretty good at sewing. So <laughs> I, I'll I see got what a I glimpse can pull. of your 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 study board with <laughs> all the red wire. Hey, you could weave a you could weave a blanket on that thing. I sure am could. uncomfortable with the amount of sexual tension in here right now. What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> that was not intentional, says Cat. <laughs> Zach here, you got some kind of weird thing going on we don't know about. Well, uh, Gattleby, I got a spot I mean, for you. I mean, you heard up. him. Don't think I did. Phoebe stands up and be like, yeah, Gattleby, I got a spot for you set up. I got a lab and also a, a, a bed and room for you. Uh, and of course, y'all three are welcome to stay here as long as you need as well. Um, oh, I get it now. Oh, my God. It's wow. because he's seen something in my room. Oh. No, I just imagine it would have happened as, like, you opened the door or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alonzo's yeah. an observant dude. I get it. That is such a stretch. I, I'm sorry, but it went right over my that head. That is such a stretch. Okay, I it's just, how was I expecting that? You guys are ridiculous. <laughs> Alonzo comes in and catches Chester. Pulling his little vampire. No! No! Stop! Stop! Hey, y'all. Woo! There's a man Williams. Don't come in. I'm investigating. <laughs> I'm following a lead. You. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> and I'm done here. <laughs> I think I'm real close to cracking this one wide open. This is why we had our surgically removed. It's just a light switch. It's the flesh week. (laughs) You turn me around. (laughs) Wow. Speaking of things that grind the session to a halt. All right, so what are you guys going to do? So what are we, what, like, are we, Uh, is this expected to happen soon or what? Do we have time to invest? Do we have a time frame? Yeah, that's the question because this is a lot more vague than the other things. This is an open investigation, so Uh it's going to be up to you guys. I'll just go ahead and tell you straight up. What you're probably going to need to do is gather information. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, And that'll help point you in the right place. Uh... You can obviously, because you're coming back to this place at the end of the day, uh, take a night's rest if you need. Um, but I think Dunsmith is kind of freaked out about this and wants you guys to move on this. And not this isn't a, um, oh, you have downtime. You should work on this when you feel like it. Uh, this is a work on this when now. you can. You could take some time to rest, but, you know, work on this when you can. I don't care how injured you are. You get out there and you find me information. <laughs> okay. Hit the streets. Knock on doors. Ask questions. God, are Hit we trying to doors, get hired? Knock on streets. Submit your resume. 
With a cover letter. Admittedly, this is also Chester's domain. Uh, Yeah, that right. (laughs) As it is an investigation. (laughs) All right. So we'll rest that night. Have a good drink. We should do shopping the next day, though. Okay. Because shopping does actually take like a whole day. Um, I can even go ahead and tell you how much money we'll make shopping. We're going to sell the jug of whiskey, the sterling artisan's tools for brewing. We actually got an expanded alchemist kit that we're just going to keep. Yeah. And we're also going to sell the wand of chilling spray because we cannot use it. Right. Wands are dumb. It's just my opinion. It's the right one. But wands are dumb. Uh, except the ones that we can use. They're fantastic. Uh, so what we'll end up doing is we're gonna, if we sell those, uh, the jug of whiskey for full and everything else for half, basically, right? The the sterling set you said we could sell for full. No, no, that sells for half. The only thing for full is the jug. The jug of whiskey, yes, yes, um, yes, yes, yes. We're going to make 71 gold in total from it. If we divide that four ways for the party pool, everybody gets 17 and three quarters gold. At 17 gold and eight silver pieces. Sure. <sighs> Give me that extra silver. So much money. Yeah, you guys could actually probably get some upgrade runes now if you <gasps> wanted to. You right. Oh, you right. Maybe. I actually don't know their cost, so you may be wrong. I don't know. Um, we're probably going to need to handle that off screen. Yeah, we can handle, if you want to, the... Uh, the perch, shop, the buying. The buying of equipment uh, off screen, because that takes a while to look through stuff. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, basically, in between episodes, we can handle that. And, you know, if you have things that are more relevant all of a sudden, it's because you bought them then. Okay. Um, cool. All right, so you're going to take some time to shop. Is that a whole day of time? I believe that is what the rules claim, yes. All right, that'll be fine. We need tools to further our mission. Well, I'll say that'll take most of the day and then the evening of the day, if you want to do some gathering information when people are out drinking, you can do that as well. Because I think uh, if my tracking calendar is correct, it is now like star day, which is Saturday. Mm -hmm. Oh, Oh, it's time for everyone to come drink. So, yes, uh, I will start investigating. Um, Chester, first, what Chester would want to do is um, devise a stratagem. And Chester devised stratagem. Williams would love to devise a stratagem for investigating yeah, it's, it's this. It's been a little while, hasn't it? <laughs> I'm sorry. Every time you say Chester wants to, wants to, I just think devise a stratagem because every single combat round starts with Chester's going to devise a stratagem. Hey, listen, I'll tell you how to play your game. <laughs> Actually, you do you quite do. often. You do. You know what? I'll tell you how to play. I give advice. You can do whatever you want. But uh, Chester will, I guess, uh, since he's got the underworld un- un- underwear, since underworld he has lore. the underworld lore, uh, his first bet might be going along to some of the sketchier places um, and like talking to some of the gangs and seeing what he could find out about the powder keg punks. All right. Yeah. So you're going to go to maybe some of the seedier bars. Uh, and maybe either Ironside Quarter or Ferris Quarter. Um, make me a uh, gather information check. Now, you have that feat you just, just got streetwise, so you can use society to make your to gather information check instead of diplomacy. How, uh, yes. Yeah, I could do... Well, here's the thing, because I... Do you want me to do underworld lore? 
or society. If you were going to recall knowledge, that would be underworld lore. Oh, but you've this already is done that. Out new stuff. This is you mm-hmm. going to places and talking to people the, or sitting around and listening. Yes, that's. I would like to use streetwise to roll my society for gather knowledge. Okay. That is a natural twenty. Whoa. Yeah. Plus eleven. What a time to get one. Thirty-one. Okay. Dang. So. Stay right there. I, because I that's like a critical you. success, I'll give you two things instead of one. Uh, one conversation you're having in Ferris Quarter, maybe even at the Barrel and Bullet Saloon, uh, you catch a uh, uh, one of the patrons uh, and ask him, hey, you ever heard about like powder keg punks or whatever? And he says, those powder keg people? I hear they were trying to break into the Longhorn Lounge up in Skyside about a week ago. Oh. They brought some sort of monkey with clockwork limbs the monkey goblin the monkey goblin shield marshals force them back to smokeside good riddance uh and as part of this you also find out like exactly where in skyside uh the longhorn lounge is like an address that you could go to is that the second piece of information uh no that's the first and then because you got a critical success uh you're at a another bar in ironside quarter uh you find this uh like this lady who, who's drinking and you've been ask, asking around about like powder keg punks you've been asking about if people know where like maybe Riker's reagents are to like fish for information and everything I know where Riker's reagents are yeah but you're also just trying to dig up information right uh huh um, and you find this this lady she says oh my gods my brother's friend knows this girl who has this roommate who goes to school at Blythe College they said they saw those punk people lighting things on fire and shooting bottles near the apothecary they could have burned down the whole place you know um Oh my god. <laughs> so basically, the powder keg punks are hanging out near the apothecary. They've been near the apothecary at some point in time recently, yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, good job on the natural 20. Um, so if the, either of you, uh, Alonzo or Sykir, also want to do gather information, it is a diplomacy check. Um, I will attempt. Can I attempt as well? So Chester was going for the seedier places. Is there any sort of like uh, general target that you want to talk to people uh you can like canvas markets so i technically would allow this during your selling stuff well okay uh taverns and any sort of like public gathering places uh both of you can attempt but just tell me like where you want to do it as an artisan myself i want to like canvas the local markets and the like okay uh and psych where are you thinking about going i want to see if there's like like a healer a healer yes to see if i can speak to uh victims Okay, both make your checks. Also, a healer might... You could maybe find a healer who uh, might treat the powder keg punks. Yeah, maybe. Because they burn themselves so much. (laughs) Yeah, I probably don't have to figure out anything out with my 11. 23. Ooh. Uh, 11's not going to do it, but a 23. You actually do find a healer, like a little dock in the box. Wait, is that diplomacy? Yeah. 24. Oh, that's a critical success as well. Whoa! Yeah! Wow. Um, yeah, so you find a little talk in the box in Ferris Quarter, and uh, she, and uh, she says, Oh, I, I, don't the powder keg punks run through the hot, run the hot foot hippodrome? It's some dance place in Smokeside near Hellside. I, I've never been there, but I hear them talking about it when they come in here to get the blown limbs and whatnot cleaned up. Runs uh, the what? Uh, it's a place called the Hot Foot Hippodrome. 
Uh, I hear the music's good. Lots of classic local goblin tunes, but the brawls break out there all the time. Too rough for my tastes. Uh, and as part of that, you also discover, like um, with Chester, the exact location of uh, the Hotfoot Hippodrome. So to recap, so far you've picked up that the Powder Keg Punks were uh, trying to break into the Longhorn Lounge, or at least were around that area, and someone specifically cited a monkey with clockwork limbs. Uh, you also know that there's a someone saw them causing trouble at a place called Riker's Reagents near the Blythier College. Um, and supposedly they um, run or maybe used to run a place called the Hotfoot Hippodrome in Smokeside. Okay. It's the it's about twenty four hours after you got back to the um the Barrel and Bullet Saloon now. So Alonzo goes back and has a beer. He didn't learn anything. He's a little sad. So, so Psyche criticaled, yep. and by doing that, found out about the hyperdrome, hippodrome, and the address. Yes. Okay. Rather, the hippodrome was all one piece of information. If I had an extra one, I would have given it to you. Um, oh, hippodrome is an actual word. Yep. What is a hippodrome? Ancient Greek stadium for horse racing and chariot racing. Oh no. Oh, that sounds fascinating. Are we going to get the race horseless dirigibles? <laughs> 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 to be fair, in the same sentence, uh, the lady described it as a dance place. So dancing horses? Sure, why not? Hmm. <laughs> um, How do they draw the dirigibles if they can't dance, Dad? <laughs> they need the beat in order to do those mad sketching. <laughs> <laughs> They're like the sports people who learn ballerina to do better at sport. Basically. Yep. <laughs> Those sports people who learn ballerina to do better at sport. I'm sorry, but that statement is accurate because many sport people do it. You mean the the peop you mean the sports players who learn ballet to improve in their sports? Listen. I meant exactly what I Why said. Why use many word when few word do tricks? Exactly. <laughs> uh. Okay, so well, we gather back together at the, the bar mm-hmm. to talk and Chester will be like, well, yeah, look at it. We got like three things we can do. We could go to the lounge because now it seems like they're going after the lounge. Maybe we could find out something from the people at the lounge and uh, learn from them. We could go to the apothecary to see if they know about the powder peg, 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 powder peg, punks, powder puff girls. Um, and I mean, I suppose obviously we could just go to the hippodrome and uh, kick some button, take some names. I think the easiest one might be the apothecary, because there's they were making trouble near there. Have we completely missed the opportunity to meet them at the last ding? Meet who? At, at the Longhorn thing. I'm a what's it? The Longhorn Lounge. Yeah. The Bell. I imagine we'd find out about the Bell if we went to the Longhorn Lounge. So, uh, group decision time. <laughs> nice long pause. <laughs> Apothecary first. Is that what we're thinking? Let's All take right. the easy route. Work our way up. All right. Chest will pull out a shotgun. Cock it. Let's go visit the apothecary. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so uh, I'll have a shotgun. Alonzo takes his thieves' <laughs> tools, shines them. Oh, um, I need to buy new thieves' tools. Not to say you should buy. Can some I do that? Picks. Can I DM? Can I go ahead oh, yeah. and buy new t- thieves' tools, even though? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, go ahead and do it. Uh, so I'll go ahead and take us to the next morning. I assume. I wonder if I will know this person. I've been there before. 
person who runs it seems like a nice person because uh, I don't uh, Jacob doesn't know who the person who runs it is or if they seem like a nice person just like you know shop face polite to the customer maybe old man rude uh, you would know it was run by a Tengu lady named Raika <sighs> yeah Raika seems pretty cool unless she's rude then she's not cool <laughs> oh my god Jacob <laughs> assumptions are dangerous I can't do this <laughs> Alonzo, not Alonzo, Chester knows I don't. Oh my god. Jesus. I'm having a hard time. <laughs> you make your way over to Rika's reagents and you do see the familiar symbol with the <gasps> Corvid, not to be confused with COVID. Oh, see, I made that mistake. Bird. Two vials, one in each talon. Um, and Chester, yeah, you've been here before. Uh, you walk in and you see Rika and she looks like this. I have some <gasps> art. Art! Art! Is it just a or, little bird lady? Or, or. I love her. Oh, she has love a feather that. ponytail. She has big piercings. Adore that. Uh, and she says, "Greetings. Welcome to Riker's Reagents. Let me know if you need anything. Feel free to take an order form if there's items that you want." She's like behind a counter. Well, hi there, Riker. I ain't been here in a hot minute. Uh, how you been? Oh, I am well. You are... Oh, my name's Chester. Lester Chester. From the Academy. Oh, I don't expect you to remember me. I know you get a lot of students coming through here. Don't don't feel bad or nothing. Uh, he starts to cry. I thought you knew me. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, Pat, Pat, Pat was special. <laughs> I have to walk out real quick. Chester, I, I ain't thought, special, Williams. I, I was special. No, um... Hey, uh, Rack, I got, a, I got something to ask you. Yeah. Uh, I've been hearing rumors lately that uh, going around here, the, uh, there's some like punks making some trouble around here. Some uh, kind of a gang called the Powder Keg Punks. Is this ringing any bells with you? Uh, she says, "Oh, the, you mentioned the Powder Keg Punks directly." Yes. Uh, she says, "Those those hoodlums were around here about a week ago." Loitering outside, lighting things on fire, as they do. Uh, a couple of them came in here and purchased some alchemist fire and then threw it right in the middle of the street. Just right out there. That almost, sounds about right. Almost burned down a few houses. Um, you know, as they do. Uh, is there something going on with them? Did they talk to you, like, more than just buying stuff, make any casual conversation with you? No, not really. They they looked around, um, and as you like see in this shop, um, so you see like the order forms that one of them took. Yeah. Uh, but you can also see like uh, order forms that hang up, like to go. Ah. And you maybe think that if Gattleby had ordered stuff from here, then they would have got the address from there. Mm-hmm. Well, you saved me a lot of trouble. I was about to ask some nonsensical questions, but all right. It's just one of those things that, like, I understand. If you were in this situation looking for clues, you would notice. Yeah. In fact, like, you see a couple of them. You don't see anything with Gallaby's name, but you can see a couple different people, like, hanging up. Hmm. Anybody in particular? Um. I mean, I don't think you recognize any of the names. Um. Anything for Phoebe Dunsmith? Do you want to write them all down? Actually, yes. Okay. So I'm just going to say, just jump in here as the DM, and instead of me generating a bunch of names oh. off of Fantasy Name Generator, you could just say, Chester writes these names Yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah. <laughs> and as you look around, you don't see current real evidence of damage in the shop, but you can see a few burn spots, like, outside. The, the punks were definitely here. A goblin-shaped hole in the ground. 
<laughs> Did it get pulled all the way down to hell? No, it just jumped off. It's, it's cartoon physics, you know, jumped off a building. Yeah, Chester will do that kind of, like, nondescriptly, you know. He's not going to make a big deal of it, because mm-hmm. I'm sure her seeing that would not be great. And uh, maybe he'll do some shopping here and whatnot, but then before he leaves, he'll be like, Hey, Rika. Yes? You ever thought that um maybe hanging up names and addresses of people where the customers could see them might lead to an invasion of privacy? I don't know why clientele would be so keen on to read other people's information. Just thinking, you did have a gang in here fairly recently, and people with money shop here. I'm just like, you might want to think about that, because some people might like come at you and sue you, be like, "Oh, you gave my address to a gang. Less savory characters. And uh, just you know, maybe don't leave personal information hanging up where everybody can see it. Uh, make a uh, diplomacy check. Oh, no, can I don't, aid? don't tell me. To- sure, if you want to say something. Can I, can I do this specifically myself? Because I want to mention the fact that we planted a, a crime scene in Gattleby's house. You want to tell her about that you know where Gattleby is? No. There was a murder. Yeah, that's the kind okay. of thing that I was going to be like. Do um, you want to make a separate diplomacy check with that then? Yes. Okay, so should I do mine first then? Go ahead, if you want to. Uh, what are you going to say, Psykir? Especially given the uh, recent events with Gattleby. What recent events? Oh, you didn't hear. He was murdered in his home. Murdered? What happened? I've heard the Pyronite thing and people were kind of looking for him. How do you think this had something to do with that? Make a diplomacy check. Uh, If that's what you're looking to roll. I got a 17 when I rolled mine, if that helps. 17? Yeah. That's a natural 20. Uh, 29. 29? Yes. Oh, she she puts two and two together and says, okay, that's, you sure he was murdered? Not just, because he does a lot of exploding things. It looks like he might get hurt. He kind of comes out of it okay. He was very dead. I, I was investigating it and heard some pretty nasty things about what they found in there. Blood, like soot. They say that he kind of like, I guess technically this should be a deception check at this point, but we've already rolled dice. My deception is the same modifier. (laughs) There we go. Uh, She says, that's awful. I mean, he was the brilliant man. Thanks thanks for letting me know. I need to think about this. And as you, like, leave the shop, you can see her, like, looking at the name forms and starting to put two and two slowly together. Slowly Slowly pull them down. down. <laughs> just, just like a thousand yard stare. Do you, it pulling down. Do you think we should charge for a consulting fee? <laughs> I think counsel. that she is going to be paying for therapy. She's going to think she killed him. Oh, poor Rika. It's a bit thoughtless what she was doing, but yeah. That is, she very well could have. We have good reason to believe that that was what was going to happen. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> aren't we a bundle of joy? <laughs> hey, we're just helping people any way we can. So that's one kind of lead down. You can see where they probably got Gattleby's address from from that. Yeah. Um, your other two leads are the Hotfoot Hippodrome and then the Longhorn Lounge. Uh, and the only other piece of information is you have the names of people who had put orders in. Um, and but we'll on, that'll only help us like if we find a name while we're doing stuff, right? Well, the Hippodrome, dang it, the Hippodrome, I it, bet you we go there, there's going to be a fight. 
It's still daytime, right? Yeah, I think we should go to the Longhorn Lounge next. Let's work our way up, like I said. Now, is this lounge the kind of place that would be open during the day, or is it like a club, or what? A club. So you know from your gather information... (laughs) (laughs) Do we need to bring glow sticks? (laughs) You know from your information that it is a kind of up-and-to-do club membership ordeal. Um, It has a... It's an extravagant lounge intended solely for rodeo champions, their patrons, and their guests. I was about to say... I have a question. Yes? Do I know anybody who may have gone there? Do I know any local celebrities? Um, <gasps> Alkenstar Demodome. Alkenstar lore? Can I roll that? I was about to say, that's the kind of place you'd find, like, the the Texan oil owners. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The and the cowboys. Yes. Yeah. Doug Demodome! <laughs> Uh, you might know people who probably have access to there, but do you know them well enough to where they would let you in as a guest? Maybe not. Um, one thing that Chester knows from his critical success Ooh. is that if you wanted to get in, you're going to have to like dress up for one. Yeah, I was um, thinking that I just used the head of disguise. <laughs> you could try that. That would be a one way to do it. Um, Unless we're there for more than an hour. Yeah. However, any character can earn simply earn membership to the lounge fair and square by entering in one of the weekly rodeo competitions. None of us are strong enough. I have pretty decent athletics. Would you tell me the mechanics behind bull riding beforehand? It's not that hard. Okay. It's going to boil down to athletics or nature checks. Mm. Unless I can... Unless I can... um, um, devise a stratagem. Devise a stratagem. My athletics is not very good. Chester devises a stratagem, and the stratagem just says, "Don't." <laughs> yeah. I mean, my athletics is plus. Well, my acrobatic. Oh, it's athletics. Yeah. Ugh. Yes, exactly. That's, that's not the only way to get in. There's more than one way to get in. There's Ooh. actually a number of ways. Don't worry, you will need nature. How many times have we had to roll nature uh. and this player's guide said we wouldn't need nature? Listen, there's always a bunch of different things you can do. You just yes, have I none know. of them and nature happens to be on the list. Too. I know. See, yeah, my athletics is five, but with like my device a stratagem, it's nine, which is a big difference. Can I roll acrobatics instead? <laughs> no, it's be athletics or nature if you want to be a rodeo. So rider. we have to look fancy. Mm-hmm. Or we ride a bull and win, right? Yeah. Or you... So I'll, I'll go through the list here because there's a lot. Um, and this is mostly because of your crit success. Uh-huh. You can request a standing member bring them, bring you in as guests. Okay. That would require a diplomacy check. Maybe I could see if I've worked with somebody. Yeah. Like, maybe I've healed one of the rodeo stars in the past. Oh, oh that would be a good one. Uh, you could also try deception uh, at a lesser DC to impersonate an existing member. I could try that. Uh, okay. I got a decent percep. I mean, deception. You can try to forge a membership pass <gasps> with crafting or society. Uh-huh. Oh, not thievery. Crafting or society? Yeah. Oh, boy. Your boy! Your boy! Uh, You can also attempt to use stealth or thievery to sneak in the back door. Now that I could do. 
Uh, fun fact, this doesn't apply to any of you guys, but just to throw a fun bone, uh, if any member of the party has the dandy dedication archetype feat <laughs> advanced, from Advanced Player's Guide, their sheer command of etiquette is enough for them to talk their way past the door guards. <laughs> no check necessary. Love it. It's wonderful. I love that. Uh, and then, uh. yeah, the the winning uh, a rodeo competition is the last way in. All right, I have a plus 11 to both crafting and society. Stealth and thievery. Uh, my thought is that if we make a forgery, we wouldn't have to worry about getting caught while we're in there. Well, that's only to get past the door, right? The, the guard. Because yep. yep. once we're inside, we're inside as long as we can look the part. Well, so you, that's just getting inside. Yeah. You're looking for information about the punk. So once you're in, you're going to have to gather information inside. But that, yeah, that's just to get into the place. Okay, okay, all right. So, sneak in. Okay, so if we sneak in, do we all have to do the roll? Uh, it's each character has to do something. Okay. Something, okay. Chester's going to try and make himself a forgery. He'll also offer it for anyone else. Yep. Unless... That's fair. Sneak in. I'm surprised that thievery doesn't include forgery. I looked it up, and it, it's just stealing and disabling. Yeah, and fortunately, I think that falls under crafting for this one. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of a fuzzy boundary there. I'll say this much. Uh, it's the DC for sneaking in and thievery is going to be 20. Ooh. The DC for crafting and society is a little less at 18. Ooh. What about just, I know a guy. It'd be 20 for diplomacy, uh, 18 for deception. Ooh. Okay. I could actually get the stealth or thievery with a nine or up. I will roll to see if I can make a convincing forgery. I like how you held your dice like the okay. Italian pinch. So you go back uh, after your visit with Rika. You go back to the barrel and bullet and start busting out your calligraphy set. That's right. Get your fake ID kit ready. That's right. I get my my homemade identity kit kit out. My first little <laughs> oh identity kit. My, <laughs> my first forgery set. Uh, make your crafting I check. I am a little forge forger. That is uh, six. Plus oh, 11 is 17. Uh, you work and work for an hour or two. And it's so close. And it looks okay. And then you show it to Alonzo and Alonzo says, Nah. Nah, man. <laughs> nah. Can I try, can I try again? Uh, I'm going to say you'd have to wait a day to get new supplies. Okay. Dang it. So should I wait? Not just going by myself? Oh, oh yeah. We're going to have to wait to attempt yeah. the stealth. Yeah. We should probably all go together. Yeah, no, we should all go together. Don't split the party. This is not other games. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Do you want to try sneaking in? Get that disguise. What's your stealth? My stealth is plus seven. That's doable. Deception and diplomacy are plus five. Here's what I worry about: is if I get caught sneaking in, there's going to be big ramifications. That's what I'm worried Um, about for my role. Yeah rather than making a forgery, which if I fail, I fell away from the place. So there's no immediate ramifications. So yeah, but this is all I got. I'll, I'll throw you a bone real quick. I like I like bones. If I like you, bones. I like bones. Bones Specifically, work. If, bones it, work. If, if you oh, wear... Damn, those bones work. <laughs> if you all wear fancy clothes, like you go out of oh. way even to spend some money to get fancy oh, I'd clothes. Do it. I see. Mm-hmm. You can get a plus two bonus to any of these checks. Oh, how much okay. do fancy clothes cost? Uh, why don't we find out? Um, Alonzo would probably love the excuse to buy some fancy clothes. Alonzo might have fancy clothes. Alonzo might have fancy clothes. If the he DM likes would to allow dress, it. He likes to dress the part. 
Alonzo, he's a pretty uh, boy. Uh, Chester would not have fancy clothes. Just, he's a farm boy. <laughs> but I clean up nice, and so my mama tells me. He just might need to get some that don't have a patch on, a patch holding them together in one spot. <laughs> my, my, my fanciest clothes was from a funeral. You got them dress overalls? I got them dress overalls. I got patches in them, though, so they ain't the best in round. <laughs> yeah, it's from the cutscene, right? <laughs> yeah, from the cutscene. <laughs> they the had a funeral overalls. for my dad for some reason. No, I don't know why. He's just to get milk. Yeah, um, he's just going out to get milk. He'll he'll be back any time now. <laughs> uh, from the co- Whenever you say that, Psykir just sort of sets a very big metallic paw on your back. <laughs> it feels like you're comforting me, but I don't know why you're comforting me. You're just very soft. Oh, thank you. Uh, so according to the core rule book... <laughs> <laughs> Clothing parentheses fine, Ooh. as in dress overall. Oh, it's only fine. Uh, would it's be fine. Uh, light bulk and two gold pieces. Oh, that's two so gold worth pieces? it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, okay. that's that's reasonable. That's so worth it. Hey, can I store some of my gear at at my room at the Barrel and Bullet? Absolutely. Jeez, clothing, high fashion fine are 55 gold pieces. It's not that. That's mm. ridiculous. Good lord. Only the best of the best for Chester. All right, so why don't you uh, describe for me real quick. Does so, this mean we wouldn't be wearing our armor here? Uh, Probably not. Okay. I've got very I light. armor anyway. I've got <laughs> very light leather armor. Could I just wear my stuff above it? Um, No. Fair enough. It would be bulky and noticeable. So you could wear it. Mm, no, no. If you want to be, if you want to fit in and get the bonus, not so much. Okay, just just um, gonna check in. I only have light armor. All right, that is valid. I will note here uh, because I, uh, Chester at the beginning of the day can make potions and whatnot. Chester's going to make a double batch of something called a Drakenheart mutagen. He's going to hand one to Alonzo. A moderate Drakenheart mutagen will give you a plus five item bonus uh, with a dex cap of plus two. So that's an armor thing, right? That's an armor thing, but you don't have to wear armor. You drink it and it gives you that. Oh, that would be great. Uh, so if we get into trouble here, we can potentially have armor, but I only cool, make cool. two. So I'm going to take one. I'm going to have Alonzo take one. All right. Um, so before we uh, go into this, does anyone want to? Uh, go around and describe the uh, fancy attire. Oh, I already looked up formal Western clothes for men. Good. What does Alonzo look like then? Um, I found a suit coat, a black suit coat that has silver floral designs embroidered upon it. Beautiful. What a what a dapper little man. Wait, and, and he would, of course, have his little vest underneath, another, a vest underneath it, not just the shirt with a bolo tie. With a bolo tie, oh. no less. Uh, Chester. Chester gets oddly excited about this because he ain't had such fancy clothes ever, I think. Because, uh-huh. uh, I mean, he lived out in the Men Waste on a farm. He ain't need no fancy clothes. So, uh, uncharacteristically, because he knows how to blend in when doing investigations, he buys, like, a bright orange full suit. Oh, no. With, like, a bright orange bow tie. Uh-huh. And a bright orange cowboy hat. A tall kind? No. No. I'm gonna say ten gallon. A ten gallon. A yeah. third gallon hat. A third <laughs> gallon hat. And uh, so it'll be uh, or- orange pants, orange suit, orange hats. So mm-hmm. he's hunting. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And oh, uh, he's God. like, ah, 
I look great. Oh, because I would I imagined him in something something like with a with a tass like a western shirt with the tassels and all that. <laughs> I just found a picture of Chester's That's his, outfit. That is it from Dumb and Dumber? It's no. the only thing I can think of. Oh, feed me. <laughs> I'll show that one in the video. <laughs> there he is. Um but the the hat is like it's a real cowboy hat. It's just orange. Probably from magic. Alright. Um But oh I should note that the suit coat is black. Okay, okay, okay. Um and then uh Psykir, uh what are you uh, acquiring for your formal wear, do you think? A silky brown bedla. What's a bedla? What's a bedla? I have to look it up too. I'm uncultured. Look it up. B E D L A H. Oh, I found mushrooms. I was really confused. Bedla. Oh. oh. Okay. It's something that would better reflect from their culture because they are Okay. They are um catfolk from the desert. Oh. I figured that would be That probably fits because they're also nomadic yes. as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh you all look dressed to the nines. And so what did you get total on your crafting for your forged badge thing 17 with the plus two it would become a 19 the dc's 18 yeah you're you may it's it's not good but basically what you come let's uh, let's let's reframe this so chester shows the forged thing to alonzo alonzo it's like middle of the day alonzo you pinch your nose and you're like we gotta get close (laughs) that's the only way this id is gonna work it's almost good enough now did you want chester to make you a uh id as well psych here no. What do you want to do? Do you want to just... I'm just going to be like, hey, I know that guy. Buy okay. me a drink. Okay. So it'll, you'll roll deception <laughs> when you get to the door. And Alonzo, did you want uh, an this ID forged? This would be not deception. What? Uh, this would be persuasion, right? Or diplomacy. Yeah, sure. We can I'm a little too. afraid to roll stealth or thievery with how badly I've been rolling lately. That would have but negative connotations or you, ramifications. Do you want to stealth into the place? So badly. Do it. Do it. Follow your heart. Oh, oh, no, no. Instead of stealthing into the place, I got what, what would be the real Alonzo thing. Stealth is, he does it, but it's not his thing. Can he use thievery to palm somebody's ID who looks somewhat similar to him? Absolutely. That's uh, what I'm going to do. Do you want to also sneak in, Psykir? No. What uh, do you want to do? The diplomacy thing. The that, diplomacy. That was one of the things mentioned, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, he just tries to palm somebody's ID. All right, so it comes to the end of the day, uh, and you get up here. Go ahead and make me your thievery check, Alonzo. And do I get the plus two because of my fancy clothes? You, yes. Because, well, no, uh, yes, but it's not like you get the bonus to stealing. The way it works is you have to make the thievery check to get the ID, but then you're using the ID. I gotcha, I gotcha, yeah. I gotcha. And that's where the plus come two on, effectively baby. comes Come on, baby, come on, baby. Nine or higher, nine or higher. Nine or higher. A six. Oh. oh no, what's the total? Well, 17. This is for stealing it, right? Yeah. Then this might be a lower DC anyway. No, this is no it's a in. higher one. Oh, and that's oh, what the plus baby. two? I wanted to so bad, but I knew. Wait, with the plus two, it becomes a 19. 19. Which is not enough. Let me check. You said it was 20. Mm. Well, this is the, why I didn't want to do it. Well, that's the sneak into the back door. This is a different thing if you're trying to palm someone's ID. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, with that, it actually that it would be eighteen. So you pass. <gasps> I do. Beautiful. Yeah, love passing just barely. Twenty is just specifically to sneak into the back door. Uh, so you pass. But my boy's not as much a sneaky boy. This one's more of a. 
uh, sleight of hand kind of deal. Yeah. Uh, so Chester passes, and then uh, you get to the door, Psyche, here, and they look at you. What do you tell them when you roll diplomacy? I am here to meet an old client of mine. Okay, roll. So I rolled 12. Uh, that's plus nine and then plus two. Yes, so that would be 23. Yeah. Yeah, uh, all of you are decked out. You're dressed up like you wouldn't believe, and you make it in to the Longhorn Lounge. Yeah! And yeah. as you enter the place, oh, no. it is, like, really high-end. Like, there's, mm -hmm. it's, um, one of those places that's kind of more dimly lit, and there's a lot of, like, soft, warm colors from the wood paneling and everything. Mm. Um, uh, there's a rodeo on, and there's a little bit of arena, but there's also, like, a sidebar restaurant area. What are you going to do to gather information? Guys. You should know that in the background, Alonzo's doing everything he can to hold in a high-pitched squeal. We, He's so excited to be in here. We finally made it to the Longhorn Steakhouse. Oh, <laughs> I can't wait to get me some of them bread. I want that steak still mooing. <laughs> I pick that <laughs> one. Blue Points to the display. They make them big in Alcastar. <laughs> Uh, and can I get the mashed potatoes? Everything's bigger in Alcastar. So I guess before you get to work, you have a... <laughs> a steak. A, a steak and a high-end meal. <laughs> Which is complimentary because we're high-end people. It's been paid for. Do, do okay. I actually know anybody in here? No. Okay. Well, see, so Not what today, we, anyway. What we know today, so anyway. far... Uh, so Alonzo is so excited. would have just been deception then. Uh, but it's the same it's modifier. It's the same. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The, uh, the, what we know so far is that the powder keg punks tried to break into here. Trying being the keyword, meaning they probably failed, and that someone who sounds like their leader was seen in the area while it was happening. Because uh, their leader was the monkey goblin, right? Yeah. Cool. Then I guess... Do they? Do we get to drink wine and little fan, like champagne and all and little fancy Absolutely. glasses while we're at the club? Mm. <sighs> Chester is not the best at actually talking to people with diplomacy or deception. Neither am I. But he is. I but this am. is gather information, yeah. right? Okay, then yes, because I can use society to do that. Yeah. So what Chester is going to do is he'll like find a, a head of staff and he'll be like, "Hi there, I got some, I got some questions for you." Yes, sir. This place <laughs> is. Uh, <laughs> But this is but this is a rodeo place. His accent yeah. won't be bad. Yeah, I mean it's cowboys here. Come on. Yeah, you like it's a cowboy. Blooming onions, sir. Uh, no, oh not right God. now. I see. I'm a bit distracted. I'm a little worried. You see, I see this place is kind of. It's a fancy place, and of I course. like it. So I'm used to. Uh, don't worry. I'm used to places like this. Obviously. Obviously. Uh, <laughs> oh, but uh, I don't Fucking know. Snape. You get that Alan Rickman out of here. Alan uh, Rickman's just the head of staff you're talking to. I don't know if I feel safe here. You see, I heard rumors that a while back, some less than savory taps tried to break in. Oh, yes. Something I, I heard. They were like little goblins. Uh, the powder keg punks tried to break in. Even had some kind of fancy automatonic monkey with them. Now, did you already roll your society? No. Go ahead and roll it. 14 plus 11. Oh, 25. Yes, there was some sort of armor-clad clockwork monkey goblin who came in with one of the members recently. Um, uh? It was some yeah, gun-toting clockwork gangster, uh, the, the monkey goblin was. But I 
I, I don't remember exactly who brought him in. I do know that they were banned for doing that. The guest uh, was or the monkey was? The patron who brought him in as a guest. Oh. Uh, and they were ejected because they were quite uncouth. I believe I saw him snort gunpowder. Unbelievable. That sounds about right. They're nasty Unthinkable. Um, they were yelling as they were leaving out, and I, I swear I remember something about a widget works. I don't know. They were... Widget works? Something about meeting at the widget works. I... Uh, quite frankly, would like to forget the incident wholesale, but yeah, uh, they were uh, escorted off the premises, and the patron has been banned from returning. Well, that is something else. I do like to hear that you keep this place for, you know, uh, calm down for people who deserve to be here. Of course. You know, with money and whatnot, because uh, we're so much better than other people. Uh, <laughs> Nose in the air. <laughs> uh, so you, you, you couldn't tell me who that guest was. I don't rightly remember, and to be fair, our list of patrons is quite private. I mean, that makes sense. I hear you. Well, I do feel a good bit safer now. Uh, thank you. I'll take that blooming onion now. Okay, would you like a refill of your Miller Lite? Yes. <laughs> I imagine. That was a test! <laughs> no you fancy person here. drinks Miller Lite. <laughs> <laughs> they drink Miller Heavy. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> sparkling champagne for the fans. Wow. Wow. <laughs> My cover's blown. <laughs> run, Chester, run. Uh, so you, you find out this information. What do you do, Chester? Uh, if he happens upon Psykir uh, <sighs> or Alonzo while they're, you know, not busy with other people, he will let them know. Just let them know... Uh, a guest brought in a monkey goblin. It was our guy, but the waiter wouldn't tell me which guest it was and says something that, about a widget works. That sounds like we need gossip. Yeah. Gossip's easy to find if you hide in the shadows there. Yeah, I might go talk to some other people, but... I'll, uh, I'll oh. say this much. Uh, he mentioned not being able to talk about patrons. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. Alonzo. Mm-hmm. You get the idea that there probably exists a list of patrons yeah, here list somewhere. Yes. Yeah, but I could maybe thieve. Oh, you could. Um, make me a perception check, all of you. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Come on, die. Oh, ho Much better! Oh, no. Oh, that's barely in the two digits. Uh, I got a total... Nope. <laughs> Single digits? <laughs> yep. Oh. I got a total of 26. 24. Uh, Alonzo and Chester, you both uh, notice that in the check-in area, there is a record book of the guests. And so if someone was banned, you might be able to get it from there. So, oh. Can we form some sort of a distraction to see if I can get a bonus on my stealth? Everybody, hands up! This is Stickle! <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that would be necessary. Bang, bang, bang! Bang, bang, bang! <laughs> but like legit, uh, can we do that? Uh, if you want to. I um, find the waiter and I shoot him. You could, there's a, there's, you don't just have to steal it, too. You could try to um, butter the right palms. Yeah. What, you mean put uh, some gold yeah. in their palm? Or just scare the shit out of someone. Think. Oh. There's a lot of ways to skin this horse. We could do <gasps> a distraction. I think that we should try the Gossip Avenue first. Oh, yeah. Let, let's save sneaking the book for a last-ditch effort. Yeah, because if we fail that, we'll actually get in trouble. Yeah. 
But a cat wants to sneak into the book. (laughs) I will go talk to somebody. Okay. This is my calling. Who do you, is there, do you want to talk to like staff? Do you want to talk to other patrons here? Yes, I'm going to talk to the staff. Staff gossip. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you want uh, to talk to uh, Alan Rickman as well? No. <laughs> mm. Find some maids or something. They gossip. Yeah, I'm going to talk to like like a, a busboy. Okay. Uh, ooh, busboys would hear everything. Uh, go ahead and make me a... Uh, what do you want to say to the busboy? Busboy? <laughs> no. Um, so what is your experience like working here? Oh, this place this place pretty great. Pays pretty good. There's lots of good steak. I've been hoping that I might be able to find an entertaining gig somewhere in the area. Oh, I you... transferred uh, from a less savory side of town, and I'm hoping that this would be a, a bit safer for someone of my delicate nature. <laughs> Did you just flick your non-existent hair? That's my ear. Oh, your ear. <laughs> uh, uh, he says, oh, I mean, you can uh, uh, talk to the boss if you want to do performing or get on uh, the call here. Uh, I don't think we have a ton of bards come in because most people come for the rodeo, but, you know, we do have music. Uh stuff like that. I like it here. It's pretty good. It's not rough? I mean, every now and then you have some events, but we keep that list pretty pruned for uh, the good patrons and the bad ones, you know, you get kicked out. When was the most recent incident? Uh, Make a diplomacy check. Uh, I rolled a 14. Not bad. With my bonus, that would be a 23. Oh, nice. 23. With a 23, he's like, well, you know, there was this, about a week ago, there was an incident where these powder keg punks, I think is what they were called, uh, some goblin, monkey goblin in clockwork armor came in uh, and was pretty, pretty raucous fellow. Uh, they got kicked out and the guy who brought him in also got kicked out and kicked off our list. I remember him yelling something because it was a stink he said it should have met at the wedge it works or whatever that place is who would associate with a gang like that i don't know it it befuddles me uh but you know like i said we keep this place pretty pruned uh for the good customers Mm. i'll be sure to check in with your uh with your manager about open positions thank you so much uh and, and so you leave him he basically just trying to get information uh some especially like him won't even know Uh, people here either won't know and those who will know are like people who deal with roles who you neither need to like bribe them or try to steal the list or make a copy of it you know could I deceive them into into leaving a post Uh, to make scandalous yes a diversion yes sure what do you want to do this is a stick off no. <laughs> no. Uh, you need to give them uh, your t- your show. You have to perform your act. I've only got a plus four to performance. Never mind. Uh, I mean, I am a charisma caster. <laughs> I could try. <laughs> that was all I could think of. All Just right. Be like, uh, someone go, someone shat on the table. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Good heavens. <laughs> Does this place have reservations? Do I know? Yes. Okay. I'm going to go up to the concierge? No. To the front runner. Okay. Whoever's managing it. I don't want to alarm you, but it seems as though there has been a double booked table and there could be a fight breaking out over there. Make a deception check. (gasps) Can I help? 
Uh, what do you say? I'll go over to a table and be like, hey, I think this is my table. And I'm not helping because I'm going to use this as my chance to get to the book. Okay. Oh, yes. So make a deception check, Psych here. Oh, okay. With, uh, you also make a deception check, Chester. Oh. 25. 25? Uh, Jesus, no. 18. 18? Hey, I think this is my table. You need to get up so I can sit down and have my meal. Uh, the person says, oh, oh, take me. Could you I take me to the table? Uh, got let's a figure this out. What are you doing at my table? Uh, and then starts walking with you over there. Uh, make me a thievery check, Alonzo. Is Alonso. it thievery or stealth? I don't want to steal the book. I just want to flip through it It'd real quick. It would be thievery to check it and make a copy without being noticed. Okay, then I will do thievery. I called like two months in advance. <laughs> Get off! Wait, no! Get off of me! This is my table! Hang on, hang on. Why don't, why don't you and I just go to the bar and we can have a drink? I'm sure that we'll have time once this table clears up. I'll handle this one. Psykir says to the, uh... Attendant? To the attendant, Thank yes. you, big purple dye. Alonzo? I got a natty 15 for a 26. Oh, Alonzo, you are able to take a copy of all the patrons who have been in, been banned, or been in here at all for the past two weeks. Get your hands off! This is my table! Okay. And I just, you know, <laughs> nonchalantly you. slide away. Pull your mic right. <laughs> Calm down. Let's just go get another Miller Heavy. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, all right, all right. And then uh, we can... We can so eat once once the table clears up. You, you guys reconvene outside after this whole show, and uh, you look over the list. Oh, Alonzo looks rather smug because he did it. I may have overreacted. It's okay. My apologies. That was very funny. <laughs> that uh, was very funny. It I, worked. I, at the end of your night, enjoying the rodeo and the food, uh, you reconvene and you look over the list that Alonzo was able to copy, and you look, compare it to the list of names you saw at Rika's place. And one name <gasps> sticks out. Uh-oh. It is on both. A shocking coincidence. Gattleby. You see a name, Shoma Lyserius. Oh. But more importantly, not only do you notice these two names in common, you notice that on the order form that you probably copied over Chester, that Lyserius had recently ordered a lot of stuff that can be used to make explosives. <gasps> oh. And Lyserius was banned about a week ago from the Longhorn Lounge. Mm. It's all coming together. Oh, yeah. It's all coming together. And that's where we're going to pick up next episode. No! The but, plot thickens. But we just got oh. information. Oh, the plot chickens. The plot chickens. <laughs> you investigated. Full circle. And we got to spend the night at a club. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing us. If you want to see more from us, check out our website, thirdgallon.com, or follow us on Twitter. We are at thirdgallon, that's T-H-I-R-D gallon. You can also tweet at us using the hashtag thirdgallon, and we are on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook with the same handle, at thirdgallon. We also publish a video version of the podcast on YouTube, which you can find on our channel, The Third Gallon. Our theme for this season is Delta Rust, composed by Andy Ellison. Our ambience for this episode was composed by Michael Gelfie, and you can find more of his work on his YouTube channel, Michael Gelfie Studios. And you can support his awesome work at patreon.com slash Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Hey.